0: Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 123. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever, to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. That has such a wonderful flow. Episode 123, welcome back. It's a sign that We've been doing this for a while. Smile. There are some amazing things to tell you about, and here's what makes them amazing. They're events that are going to change your life, help you grow clearer about yourself, more focused on your purpose, more connected to people who want the same, which means more freedom and fulfillment in their life or with their business. It is 2021. We're near the end of 2021, and there's no reason to do it alone. You can't. You can't do it alone and be successful at the level that you want to be successful. And there's no reason to be stuck or remain stagnant. Number one, the Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. It is open. You can register. Come and be part of something big in this small conference where you can renew your life and your career. Learn more. Sign up at authenticphysicians.com. There's a pretty cool early registration bonus too, when you sign up before November 14th. Number two, do you want better results with your marketing and your messaging? Like a clear focused message that inspires people to work with you? Then join the Extraordinary Results Tiny Group Coaching Program. That's right, tiny group, (laughs) so that you can write powerful messaging, enjoy sharing the message of your business, grow your confidence and form deep connections in this tiny group of five participants that will be cheering for you. It's my new program and it starts January 11th. The link to learn more and sign up for a call to see how this program will serve you. It's in the episode description and on Instagram at DinaGeorgeMD. Just check out the bio section. Finally, The marathon is five weeks away, and I think we're ready. (laughs) I giggle and smile because I don't know what I don't know. (laughs) I think it will be a lot of fun if Craig is a willing participant to record a before and after simply to find the humor and to find the takeaways of the experience. All right, is that enough? Life has ratcheted up at the George house. (laughs) Today's episode, it is all about counteracting one type of normal human behavior, this behavior, you know, this thing that we do, becoming defensive, becoming reactive, closing off to the world to protect ourselves. Instead of being normal, what we're going to focus on today is staying open to the experience of life, to experience life. Not kind of open, like crack the door and peek, but really open so that life is flowing through us. If you have children, think back to those times when they were small and the gentleness and tenderness in them. Those moments of watching them interact with the world delicately and curiously. Those moments when all was right and everything around them was simply to be experienced simply to interact with. Now think back to you as a child and those times of tenderness, warmth, openness, the moments when all felt right for you, when you felt peace, when you felt love, when you felt safe, when the world felt like something to interact with, something to experience, no fear, no doubt, no threats. And now think about the times as an adult when you felt deeply connected, when you've been open to experiencing something new or seeing beauty in a new way, when you felt peace, calm, safe. Even if it only occurred once in your whole life, find that moment when all was right, when everything around you was simply something to enjoy. No fear, no doubt, no threat, no hurry. Let's learn from it. If you were alone, where were you? What do you remember feeling? And what do you remember thinking about? If you were with someone, same questions. What were you feeling or what do you remember? What do you remember experiencing? And what do you remember about the person you were with? How did they add to the experience? If you're struggling with this, you were not the only one. A common feature among high achievers is the ability to endure pain. Meaning we put our heads down, we keep going, we tuck that pain away, we don't let it stop us. And that has probably helped you get through whatever your life experience was or is. The mind can be really good about tucking away the pain so that we can keep going. But here's what happens. Those beautiful moments, those open moments, they get buried below. So it may not be easy to access. You may find the peaceful memories aren't coming up. It's okay. There are plenty of people that can help, and they range for someone you trust, somebody who's in your life already, all the way to professional support like a therapist with many options in between. I say this with a lot of love, believing that you can figure it out or do it alone will keep you spinning around and stuck. And this is such an important area. What I've learned in the past few years is how much pain we all carry as humans. Externally, we may lead beautiful, successful lives internally, be barely hanging on with a mind that likes to point out everything that's wrong or not good enough, with a mind that delivers frequently reminders of the pain, reminders of guilt, reminders of the shame that we carry. So it's not just you, it's all of us. Getting back to our journey, we've been talking about tenderness. That's not a word you hear very often in our society. We've been talking about warmth, about openness, And those are the ingredients to truly feeling alive, truly experiencing the world in a new way, a different way, feeling purpose, feeling meaning, and maybe even having that feeling that you're exactly where you need to be, doing exactly what you are called to do. Let's go back and contrast it with normal human behavior. And notice, it doesn't take much to evoke normal human behavior, reactions, a comments, a disruption in the day, getting cut off while you're driving, a negative review. What does that lead to? Reacting. It leads to closing off, shutting down, spinning around, raising the defenses, and then going on the attack and justifying and venting. You recognize these days, right? normal human behavior, when I see it around me, when I feel it within me, I try to smile and say, Oh, of course this is normal. But you want to be less human. I want to be less human, at least in this way, less reactive, less defensive, less spinning around. And that means you're in the right place because today's episode is about staying open. To experience the warmth, beauty, and gentleness of the world. Getting back to a place where you can be the best parts of you freely, openly. Where you can enjoy the world around you. Where you don't have to protect yourself from every possible threat. You know, it's funny. I think that a lot of people want to be in this place. And yet what surrounds most of us Blocks to being open and staying open. Just look at the media. Look at the content and how you feel when you observe it, when you consume it. Look at the conversations with most people, both at the content and how you feel. Is it open? Look at the work that you do and your coworkers and colleagues. It's the same thing. Look at how you feel. And when you look at how you feel, just be simplistic. You get two choices. A, a feeling of opening up and expanding. Or B, a feeling of being constricted or being smaller. A big smile because I have mastered closing off. It started early in life as a way to cope. And in my young mind, which never reevaluated it, I just carried it and played it out over and over I had this belief that the world has little chance of hurting me because they can't see me and they don't have access to my inner world. You know, I'm protecting myself. (laughs) It was effective. And here's what it was effective at. Keeping good people out It was effective at keeping me isolated and lonely at times. And it was effective at creating pain. The external world still mattered. And it still penetrated all this armor that I thought was there. Perhaps you're a master at closing off too. Lots of encouragement in joining me to stay open in this moment, to not allow blame or shame to take over. Neither are helpful. If you also close off to the world, you learned it too. You learned that at least it was a better option than whatever it is you were experiencing, or so it seemed at the time. It doesn't matter where it came from or how long it's been around. What matters is opening up to the idea that it's not too late, that you can change your life experience and you can do so in a profound way. Staying open, experiencing the tenderness of life, the gentleness of life, feeling the warmth, looking around with a sense that all is conspiring with you. The energy of what's around you is adding value to the energy within you and the energy that you're sharing. It's a new way of thinking and a new way of being. Truly feeling a sense of peace that you're exactly where you need to be, that you're doing enough and more is not necessary. There's ease, flow, there's no fight. And this is freedom. If we were having coffee together, I'd ask right now, what are your thoughts to get a sense of where you're at and what's coming up for you now? Last week, I led a group event called Next Steps for Effective Marketing. I asked participants about their shoulds and expectations around their marketing. What should you be doing? What should your marketing be creating? How do you feel about your marketing? And if you've listened to more than one episode, you know that I do not like or use the word should in conversation. Here are some responses I should know how to do this. I should be farther along. It should be easy. If you had to guess how they were feeling based on those shoulds, based on the expectations, what would you guess? Expanded or constricted? Defensive or open? Probably constricted, probably defensive. And that's normal. It's normal to not feel good enough, right? Especially when we have expectations of ourselves that we think are unmet. But note, these participants are brave because they wanted something more and they showed up for the experience. So huge amounts of gratitude to them and for them. There was an opening at least a small opening, they wanted to change their story and renew their view of themselves in their marketing. Notice how those thoughts lead to closing off. I should know how to do this. I should be farther along. It should be easy. They become wounds that we now have to tend to and put the defenses up so that nothing else wounds us. And ultimately, they change how we view ourselves whether we are enough or not good enough. So much of daily living inspires constricting, shutting down and walling off. Our nervous system cues in on anything, on everything that might be an attack. It wants to protect us. It wants to prevent it. It sounds the alarms, lock the doors, you're not safe. That's what happens so often in our mind. But what if... What if 95% of the time it's not necessary? What if getting out of this normal human pattern and retraining our nervous system is actually the path to freedom and fulfillment? My friends, I think it is. Experiencing gentleness, tenderness, kindness, openness, allowing all of it in. I'm not asking you to put yourself in harm's way. There's a role for fight or flight. There's a role for being defensive and walling off. I'm simply suggesting that most of the time it's unnecessary and it's blocking you from a deeper connection to yourself, to others, and to your environment. So how do you do it? That's a million dollar question, right? First, we've had to build the desire. We've had to build a want for it, a life for which you view the world and yourself in the world with a sense of openness, gentleness, tenderness. You view the environment around you as conspiring with you and for you, that you have a sense of well-being and connection. Do you want that? Because desire is the first ingredient. Second, we've had to build the belief that it's something you can have too. Mindset is everything. If there's no desire, nothing will change. If there's no belief that you can have it too, nothing will change in a lasting way. New habits require the foundation of seeing yourself differently as someone who wants and who can have it or achieve it. Third, this is where strategy fits in. Here we go. Here's your roadmap to staying open, to experiencing life in a richer way, in a more pure way, in a more beautiful way. A, release the pain. It's not a surprise, right? You hear this in other episodes. It's applied differently. Maybe even the words are different but it's the same theme. Here we're talking about giving the pain an exit, allowing it to flow out of you. Every time your mind takes you back to what is unsettled, unfinished, not good enough. Every time a failure comes up or a reminder, of mistreatment. Every time you get a random sucker punch to your gut for any reason. That's what our minds do. Just give it an exit. Take a deep breath, exhale it. Take a deep stretch, release it. Remind yourself, this is human. This is normal. There's nothing to fight and there's no reason to close off. It will lessen with time. It's kind of like a rock in your shoe. Have you ever noticed like they randomly pop in your shoe? Stop, do what it takes to release it and then get back to what you were doing every single time. No matter how many rocks show up during the day. No matter why your shoe continues to fill up with rocks, it doesn't matter. Is it easier said than done? Of course it is. That's why most people aren't doing it. You aren't most people. And we are working towards better. B, (laughs) release the attachment to your efforts. This is another area we get stuck in. We do stuff and we expect a return. It's me too. I recently sent a message and shared a lot of my thoughts and an invitation to resume a friendship. On my end, it felt deeply personal. There was no response. Where does my mind go? Focusing on the expectations, when the response should have come, focusing on walling off, retracting that offer, being defensive, all the normal stuff. And I have to remind myself to let it go. It is released into the world to do whatever it's going to do, and I am staying open. How they respond, when they respond, if they respond, it is not up to me. By staying open, I'm free to experience the joy of sending that message, and I'm open to creating new relationships. I do not need to block myself off from any one person or from all people. Staying open is what counteracts the natural tendency to wall off and protect. Staying open means that we have the ability to say that we're enough, to handle whatever comes our way, to release the attachment. There's so much goodness and joy that's available. It's coming. Where, how, when, I don't know. I can believe and there's wonderful reasons to believe that the gentleness, kindness, and tenderness in life, believing it's all around me, and staying open is how to experience more of it. C. Develop a practice of regularly checking in with yourself. It's not normal. It's not intuitive. Your mind may tell you it takes too much time. It's not necessary. It doesn't matter. I've heard it all. (laughs) And it'll keep you from experiencing depth and richness in life. We're talking about acknowledging what you're feeling, expanded or constricted or something else. Seeing what you're thinking, like where's your focus? What's your energy? So that you're always in tune. You're in alignment with who you want to be and you're reconciling when you're not. You're giving yourself grace, kindness, or whatever it takes. You're experiencing and feeling what you feel and allowing it to pass so that you can truly be who you are. So far, the strategy is A, release the pain. Create a way for it to flow out of you easily. B, release the attachment to the energy and effort you put into the world. Break the expectations. You may not even notice you set expectations until you're disappointed releasing them, breaking them, cutting them off, and focusing on the kindness, gentleness, and tenderness of the moment. Focusing on what you're experiencing at this moment. That's what sets you free. And see regularly checking in with yourself. To see in real time what you're thinking and feeling. It can be three minutes a few times a day. Rather than reaching for a snack or scrolling on social media, check in with you. It is far more important, and it's going to change the quality of your life. Lastly, D, (laughs) adopt the belief that a kind life, a tender life, a gentle life, and an open life are available to you. To experience it requires you to evolve from normal to one who believes in what they cannot yet see. The magic of life is revealed when you shed the normal pattern of closing you off because all that's doing is holding you back. The tenderness of holding a newborn baby, the gentleness of a newborn puppy, the kindness of helping your grandparent or great-grandparent do something they can't do anymore. The beauty and depth don't have to be infrequent or only available during big events in life. The beauty, the warmth, the depth of connection is always within you. And staying open will help you access it more easily and more often. The big events in life are great. They've got a way of breaking through all the walls and all the defenses temporarily. Our goal is to create access all the time to the depth of who we are and what we want our life experience to be about. These terms may not resonate with you. Warmth, kindness, tenderness, gentleness, deep connection. Choose yours. What emotions or feelings do you want to experience? What are the feelings associated with purpose, meaning, fulfillment, contentment? Staying open means that life will continue to have its ups and downs. We're not only looking to be up, it's not possible. When we allow ourselves to feel, to be, to connect deeply, we allow in change, loss, and grief. Staying open is the way of authentic expression. To fully be ourselves in the most pure form to experience the greatest depth of life. That's where a heightened sense of purpose and meaning are found. And that, my friends, is where greater freedom and fulfillment are located. Staying open is one of the hardest things we can do. Our default system is wired to blame, shame, close off, and throw metaphorical daggers. To do anything but remain present in the moment, And treat ourselves and the world around us gently, tenderly, and kindly. An unstoppable life means recognizing when we are in our own way and choosing differently. Staying open and in the moment will help you do just that. Create the world you want to be in, use the defensiveness, the walling off, and the self protection wisely, and stay open to the greatness that is both within you and around you. I'm sending you all so much love. Please share your feedback on iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review. More people are craving meaning, purpose, fulfillment, and freedom than ever before, and you can help them find it here. I'll see you next week. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.